Welcome to the Relentless Podcast with your co-hosts Kevin and Melissa, where we discuss all things Christian living in a crazy culture. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Relentless Podcast. Uh, Last week we talked about, or we just introduced the topic of um, seven success rituals, talked about the importance of habits, creating healthy habits, um, learning discipline, that all stems out of having a sense of purpose and seeking God for a purpose. Um, and so we're super excited to jump back into that topic. I've got Kevin with me here. Um, today hey, we're going hey. to talk about... I am here. Uh, he is here. Thanks for, thanks for letting him know. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's not just me. It's okay. Did you see my cool Trump 2020 pen over there? Yeah, well... This, this podcast is not sponsored by the Trump 2020 campaign, but it could oh, be. But he's giving out lots of free stuff, so keep an eye out. Not Kevin. Not Trump. stimulus checks. <laughs> um, y'all are too young for that, me, probably. Um, but today we're talking about six simple principles on developing your own uh, daily success habits. So the first one is that you have to um, decide your habits and that your habits determine your future. Right. You and that, that's one that, that uh, I mentioned in the last podcast. I really, when I, when I, when I, heard this uh, several years ago probably like six years ago now like like this is like fat kevin you know like uh yeah rip fat kevin right uh but i heard this one and i was so just encouraged by it because honestly like men do not have or or people in general not just women but men do not have the 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 capacity to decide their future they Mm -hmm. they do have the capacity to decide their habits and their habits determine their future because your habits become who you are like if and that's the thing I try to drive home within youth ministry and students I mentor and disciple is, is who you are today is going to be who you are in your future. You don't get to just suddenly decide when you're 25 years old that you're suddenly not going to be a um, irritable video game, don't want to take out the trash young adult. Mm-hmm. Like you're still going to want to waste too much time on video games. And I'm not against video games. I like video games, but you're still going to want to waste just as much time on video games. You're still going to want to not take out the trash when someone asks you to. It's like, and, and the thing that really is tough for, for a younger generation is that through the ages of um, 12, uh, really the age of 12 and um, 16 or 17, uh, I could be off a year or two within those time frames, but within the chemistry of, of children's minds there is there are what's known as neuropathic highways being developed Mm -hmm. and with that while you're in that age of 11 12 to about 15 16 ish you still have the the formidable capacity to create highways of your decision making for your future Mm -hmm. and so when you decide to respond in anger in anger towards someone talking to you or, or or you tend to be an angry person or you find yourself choosing anger at 13 14 15 years old the thing for you is that's still a choice and i'm not saying it's not a choice for older people mm-hmm. but i'm saying once you hit that age of 18 19 20 those neuropathic highways of reasoning it definitely it becomes harder to replace those yeah like be, not to say that it's impossible of course it's but. just like if there's a road closed and i was coming to uh, church and, and let's say 128th was closed. My, the main road I drive down to go to church. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have to go the other way. It's going to yeah. take a little bit more time. It's not going to be my common 
path in. Mm -hmm. And so I might be a little, it might put me out even a little bit. I'm like, why is this road closed? Like, that's mm -hmm. what it always take. Well, I guess I'll go the other way. And I might be, it might take me a little longer to that, get to that destination. That's what's happening within the mind is you'll get in these habits of travel of thoughts. And so mm -hmm. once you are 18, if you, if you're a person that shows anger, that's going to be the fastest, most common route. And that's going to be where your brain defaults to. And it's going to take cognitive strength that might even be difficult, very difficult at first to choose yeah. to go the other way. Yeah. You might not even know how to go the other way. Maybe you've only driven one way, let's say, mm -hmm. you know, that means you need to pull up some tools like, uh, you know, ways or, or, or maps or, or, you know, what do they, a friend. yeah, phone <laughs> a friend. Hey, uh, the road's closed. How do I get to your house? Uh, okay. Uh, where are you? Drop a pin, you know, like you might have to find new ways and have people help you. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, I, with that, like, I think it's pretty much just like encouraging if you're in that window of time, like your habits, like 12 to 15, 16, 17, like how you decide to react, respond, live your life. Like that's the easiest time to make those decisions essentially. Cause you're, you're building your future hmm. essentially. And then, and like, we believe that there's a growth mindset, of course. So like as an adult, as you continue to get older, like mm -hmm. there's the ability to change. But like we talked about in the last episode, you have to come in and replace those old habits with new habits. Like they don't just go right. away. It's going right? to require some road, road construction. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this says that um, as far as like deciding your, determining your future, like it says pray your guts out, work your guts out and love your guts out. Mm -hmm. Like right. you just, you've got to love people. You've got to spend time in the word, got to spend time with prayer you have to work hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we didn't, we didn't get given life, uh, to have the easy path, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, and I believe that we do go from glory to glory with God. But I think that also within that, you know, we, we do have very real struggles. We do have very mm -hmm. real opposition, uh, obstacles to overcome. And, and I think that we have to pray our guts out. Absolutely. And, and with uh, that one is big for me because of, even recently, I shared in a previous episode podcast and with, with our students, I spent a big chunk of time in prayer and fasting recently. And mm -hmm. honestly, I, I believe that in that last season of prayer and fasting has brought some of the most significant growth in my adult uh, walk with Christ yeah. uh, ever, you know, and, and intimacy. And it, it's through literally praying until you can't pray no more. And, and, yep. and it's, it's, again, I remember Pastor Herb encouraged me, uh, one of our pastors at Sunrise said, I want to, I want to challenge you. And this is a few years back. He said to pr try and pray in the Holy ghost and in your heavenly language, the gift of tongues, uh, for 20 minutes without ceasing. And, and at that time that was new territory for me. It was difficult, but as I did it and as I stewarded that, I saw, started to see massive transformation breakthrough in my own prayer life. Mm -hmm. Um, praying for 20 minutes, maybe <laughs> feel like an impossible task for some. And, and, yeah. That's fine. Start with five. Start start with two. Yeah. Turn on a worship song and just pray through the duration of the song. Mm -hmm. And if you need to write it out, write it out. Like, right. if you just need to sing, like sing a worship song, but just like spend time with God. Because mm -hmm. I think the reason that it's number one in creating, like if you just like in creating your future and deciding mm -hmm. your future, you have to align your vision with God's vision. Right. Like, I think we make prayer and sometimes even like a Christian walk, we make it very mystical. We make it very like impractical, but the reality is like God has a vision and a purpose for your life. God mm -hmm. has a vision and a purpose for your family, mm -hmm. uh, your school, uh, your future. Right. And so by spending time with him, like we are aligning ourselves with 
his plans and his purposes. Like, right. I mean, right now, Pastor John from Sunrise, he's talking about like praying the Lord's Prayer. And yeah. in the Lord's Prayer, it says, Your kingdom come, your will be done. We used to pray in my life as it is in heaven, like right. declaring God's plan, declaring God's kingdom over our lives. Um, right. Well, I think that's the important part there is, is, is prayer is, is first, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is really loving God and, and, and making disciples of all nations. Like that's what Christ called us to do, you know, but it, it is having that three legged stool concept where it's like, you know, you have prayer, but if, if all prayer and no work makes Jack a dull boy, right. You know, but, <laughs> but like, cause if you, if you're only in prayer, yeah. like praise God for your personal revelation, but you need to also activate that work that into work. But if then you pray and you do work and you don't, you're not kind to of people. No one wants to hear about what you're praying about or who you're praying to because you're yeah. a jerk. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta pray your guts out. Yeah. You gotta work. You gotta get and do what God's called you to do. And you gotta love people. Yep. And I think that it's, it's, like a three-legged stool but it also is kind of like a cycle right like Mm -hmm. as you pray and you spend time with god like you get his heart for people and Mm -hmm. you're able to get his heart and recognize like he has a purpose for your life and that purpose doesn't like i think we think like again we just think really spiritually and you're like oh yeah god's just gonna like give me this open vision for my life or something but like no you have to like like it's a partnership so what does that look like that looks like you working that looks like you listening to your parents obeying your parents that looks like you taking out the trash without giving back talk like right. there there's like outputs and that's what it i think it talks about when it talks about um work like work your salvation yeah. like work um, it out with yeah. fear and trembling mm-hmm. it says it for a reason so yeah but yeah really. let's get to the next next habit mm-hmm. uh what was what's that one so it says to uh remember that you do that what you do daily is deciding what or who you are becoming permanently. Mm. So what you do decides who you're becoming. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's true. And and I mean, like, for that, you know, it's like, do you, do you take care of yourself? You know, her, learning the habits of simple hygiene, you know? <laughs> do, mm-hmm. you, do you brush your hair every day? Like, well, no. Okay, well then, you know, that's probably, you're probably not going to brush your hair all of a sudden later unless you finally decide to take those actions. And, and I think the aha revelation there isn't so much that obviously, like if you work out daily, you're probably going to be a fit, active person. There's some level of duh, you know, that yeah. comes with that, but it's also a good awakening to be introspective and say, what am I doing daily? Because what I am doing daily is going to be part of who I Become. am. Mm-hmm. And do I want that to be part of who I am later? Yeah. And I think, I mean, we talked about that right. just earlier, um, the habit, the, what mm-hmm. you decide to do today, like those habits that you're forming today, mm-hmm. they're going to decide who you are tomorrow and they're going to decide, and it's going to like, you can either make, you can either set yourself up for success or you can set yourself up for failure. Right. Yeah. Um, which is, is what the next point is. It says that you can trace the failure or success of every man, uh, to something that he permitted daily to occur in his life or his body or his mind. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's a, That's a big one because the the a lot of the breakthroughs that take place for people is because they can point back to a moment where something shifted mm-hmm. and and you know i found jesus and everything started to yeah. change you know i i got off drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and my, my family started getting restored tens of years tens of year later maybe you know 10 years later maybe but like that was where it started yeah 
but also being aware that like there is the pitfalls. What are these small things? Kind of like the previous point was saying, there's like, what are those small daily thoughts or, or even like the battlefield of the mind that you're allowing to come in and it's all about compromise. I think honestly, like, cause if you're compromising, uh, your thoughts, your thoughts, as I said before, and I'll say it again, your thoughts crystallize into your words, your words crystallize in your actions, your actions become your habits and your habits become who you are. Mm -hmm. and, and that becomes your future. So as you think today, so you will, so you will be tomorrow. So it's like, if you're having a compromise in your mind, as soon as you start verbalizing this and making passive jokes about it, maybe you're making inappropriate jokes or crude jokes and, and all this stuff. It's like, okay, well, what am I allowing into my mind? That's mm -hmm. letting my mind think that's okay to have this verbal type of communication or talk or, or even passive yeah. conversation because then that's going to become, Oh, now maybe I'll create memes that are like this. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, see what I'm saying? And like, you didn't get there just in one day, right? Like, no. yeah, you build to that place where you kind of either build yourself up or you tear yourself down. And I think, um, it's to be said that, like, I think it's important to be said that whatever you did tomorrow, like, or yesterday, like, it happened. It's done. Right. Like you can only you can only be responsible for what happens today. Like for what mm -hmm. you do today. And so, if you like are analyzing your life and you're looking at everything and you're like, wow, what have I become? Like what mm -hmm. have my habits become? Like what have I let myself get into? Mm -hmm. Like you can't um like you can't erase those things, but you can say, okay, well I'm going to be responsible for today. Um, like we've said, I mean, it's a little bit repetitive, but I think it's so important to just drive home. Like I've like, you can like, maybe something traumatic happens and you, you come to this realization that, oh my gosh, I've plausibly ruined my life. Well, not really because whatever happened yesterday happened mm -hmm. and all you can do today is decide what you're going to do today. Exactly. And you can replace those unhealthy habits with healthy habits. Mm -hmm. You can replace those thoughts with the word of God. Right. You can replace like what you do on your computer. You can decide what you do with that computer. Like right. you have, you have, there's the power of decision every mm -hmm. single day um, right. that determines your habits. Right. right. So one, well, and, and, and with that statement, like two, two quick points is, you know, <laughs> you might want to get, pour yourself a, a glass of vinegar to sweeten up the bitterness of the statement because <laughs> it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty harsh one. But, um, when I heard this, I was like, oh, it's so true. And it simply is you are who you are today because that's who you decided you wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And then, and, and, and if you want to be anything other than you are today, you would be it, mm -hmm. but you haven't committed mentally through your habits, through your actions to be anything other than that. You are the sum result of your decisions. Yes. And that is the hardest, like, I, I almost don't even like those words coming out of my mouth mm -hmm. because it's it's a hard statement because I don't want people to think that I'm just being insensitive because I understand people are the the end result of abuse or the environment that the, or, or what they're, or the cards they've been given. But God has given us the ability to find deliverance, to find healing. And, and I'm I'm not saying that there isn't injustice in this world. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there is definitely injustice. And, and some people are beyond, um, I won't say beyond God's justice, mm -hmm. but I'm saying that I'm saying that some people, like, let's say people are abducted into, you know, human trafficking, like God can deliver them. And yes, I'm not saying their situation is great. And they're there because they chose to be there, but mm -hmm. I'm saying that they have an opportunity 
hopefully in Christ to find an avenue of which they can find escape or people will be praying for them. Like we have to rise up to become the deliverers as well. Like that's what God's called us to do. Yeah. Um, I think what you're saying goes back to personal responsibility that you have to stop looking at yourself like a victim. Mm -hmm. You have to stop looking at yourself as the cause of the environment that you were created and realize that whatever people have done, whatever, the system has done to you whatever you feel like you have been, like right. whatever injustice you you feel like you can claim as your own mm-hmm. you have to realize that you can you can make the decision to allow that to follow you and for you to be a vi- to be victimized by it or you can be decide to be an overcomer mm-hmm. through the blood of the lamb right. and the word of your testimony and get past that and love not life unto death cuz mm-hmm. let's be real so especially those who maybe have some serious injustice, you know, that might be the cost. Mm -hmm. But in death, we have the victory. Yeah. But I think the importance of it, you can only decide your own fate. You can only like, I mean, obviously like Mm -hmm. with like through the purpose that God has for your vision, but like you are responsible for yourself. You're not responsible for what your mom did. You're not responsible for what your dad did. You're Mm -hmm. not responsible for maybe how the system treated you, but right. you are responsible for the decisions and the actions that you make. So right. absolutely, I think that's what it boils down to. So, yeah. and like, that's just reality. Like people, people want fantasy, but like reality is what they need. <laughs> so true. Uh, the next point says that you can, Oh wait, I already said that. One. Uh, you will always move towards the dominant thought, the dominant focus and the dominant picture in your mind. So I think you kind of, kind of address that like right whatever starts whatever you put your focus on it becomes magnified period mm-hmm. you know it's like sitting at home right now uh you know pe- people got their fridges in their house all the time while they're at home work at home you know it's like quarantine 15 <laughs> i've quarantine seen it 15 that's a thing and uh but it's real it's like you know um i'm just sitting Maybe here 25. It might be nice to have a little snacky snack you know a little you're quarantine bored. snack you're bored but mm-hmm. it's it's what you're fixing your mind on. And what's really crazy is that snacks and all those things actually could, you can have victory over that kind of stuff. You cannot be a product of have, letting it have dominion over you. And I'm not just talking just about snacks, but it's like <laughs> you, the, the main key in that statement, and we can hop to the next one, but is, unless you have something else you want to add to it, is, is really, even as Dr. Freddie, uh, Dr. Fred Bishy, great guy, he helped me through my fast recently. And, um, he said, every time that you are, are feeling like it diff- like it's difficult or, or you spend time praying or whatever's going on, um, and even when you do start eating again, which I'm eating plenty now, I eat fine, I eat great, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, you have to fix your eyes on the crucified cross of Jesus. What he accomplished, you're on his operating table, allow him to become fulfillment because we all have hunger. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about hunger for food I'm t- that that is real but we have a fleshly hunger and, and it's we, we we perish because of the the hunger of our flesh and our bellies right mm-hmm. and so it's like we have to let all of that hunger for sin all that hunger for whatever that that, that addiction in our minds and our lives and our thoughts to be crucified with christ and allow him to be our complete satisfaction. Yeah, and I even want to I even want to like make it a positive statement. Like 
this if your thought like dominant thoughts are positive and they're on the word of god if your mm -hmm. dominant focuses are on your family and building relationship of the dominant picture in your mind is like bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth mm -hmm. like this is a positive statement like you will always move towards the dominant thought the dominant focus the dominant picture in your mind and like i even feel like i need to encourage people like this is a po like this can be a right. positive statement for you like, absolutely you just have to come in and and replace those things that maybe you're you're, they're not a positive thought. They're not a positive focus, and they're not mm -hmm. a po positive picture. To come in, invite people into your life, like myself and Pastor Kevin, like the people that are in your life that want to pour into you, that want to help you, that to succeed. Right. Like, p I we see people succeed every day. Right. And like to know that it's possible that you don't have to be stuck where you are. Right. Um, because you can tr you can change the dominant thought, you can change the dominant focus mm. and the dominant picture in your mind into something positive that right. you get. You're excited to wake up in the morning. You're excited mm. to to move forward in your day. Yeah, whatever so. you focus on becomes bigger. Mm -hmm. Period. Um, this says that you can change a failure routine into a success routine in only 21 days. You know, I and and I I would attest to the truth of that uh, there, there there is the psychological component mm -hmm. of creating new routines new habits and, and just like we said before you can't just get rid of a bad habit mm -hmm. it, it's best to replace one if you ever watched um let's see here i forget which one i think it was fast and furious uh never seen any oh my of them. goodness oh you never seen any I, I i've seen them all i know i feel like i feel like almost guilty saying that because i've only heard great things i okay I, and they're so especially the new, newer ones are just so terribly obscene as far as like people jumping across bridges and like actually, somehow yeah. saving people's lives i'll and... never actually watch them because it was on one time at the gym like mm -hmm. it was on one of the tvs and i was like physically like sweating because i was so stressed at the scene <laughs> that was playing like they were like doing a sp like like you know like a speed race and like one of them like toppled over a yeah. hill and i was like Oh yeah. No one's yeah. even like struck. Like, just... Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, I can't continue. But they're, they're, uh, Han is, is a friend of, uh, Dom and, and, uh, they, they go back and he used to it's really stupid names. I know. Right. Thanks. You know, that's, it's, <laughs> it's easy names, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. And so he, he snacked all the time. Every time you'd see him in, in the movie, he'd be snacking. Mm -hmm. He'd have some candy. He'd have some, some lollipop. He'd have some, some nuts. He'd have some, uh, seeds, something like that. And you find out later, it's like, oh, he used to, you know, smoke. And, and it's, it's healthier than smoking is what he said. It's like, there is some truth. Like, hey, it's better to eat some seeds than smoke cigarettes all day long. And, sure. and if that is a healthy habit or a healthier habit mm -hmm. that you can choose, go for it. I think really the example that I was, I was almost like, people just talk about like, quit smoking, quit vaping, quit doing these things. But mm -hmm. there's never the replacement. And like, vaping is not a replacement for smoking right. cigarettes as far as like if you want to be healthy right or like so i think that you have to find a successful routine right to replace it with right which then you know i, I ask myself this kind of thought with that it's like okay so i i didn't habitually eat pump uh you know uh sunflower seeds and then i started vaping and now i'm <laughs> habitually eating sunflower seeds to stop vaping now two years ago before i was vaping I wasn't eating these sunflowers all the he, time. He didn't. He w didn't vape two years I, ago. I, didn't, I just need I did to not make vape. that statement. <laughs> yeah, this is hi all hypothetical. But it's like so. So be careful a little bit with those negative things that you do allow in your life, because yes, as God's promise, He can turn your negative into a positive. 
Mm-hmm. He would make all things for the good of those who love Christ. But it's like, man, now you've added another another habit. Did you need another habit or could that energy have been spent better somewhere else? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something that I think about. I don't know if I have an answer to it or not. Just yeah. be careful what you allow to influence your life, I guess. And I think there's supposed it's supposed to be almost like a positive statement. It's like only 21 days you can change right. your habit. And not to say that that positive habit is going to stick with you forever or that negative habit is never going to come back. But that's right. to say that in this three-week inten- like intentional mm-hmm. time, you can mentally shift yourself. You can physically shift yourself. Like yeah. I gave myself a challenge at the beginning of April to run 21 days in a row. It wasn't my best decision. It was a, it was a good decision. Right. I should have taken some days off. Oh man! But um, because now I'm in the habit of doing that, right. and I'm like that's I've created a routine to wake mm-hmm. up in the morning to go on a run. And 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 really, it, it does produce fruit. Mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact if you can consistently do it for 21 days, something shifts in your habits and your mental mental psyche, and you're like, I can do this. Yeah, it's totally it's mental physical. When you decide to do something to better yourself, mm-hmm. you like you can't go wrong. Right. So, um, and the the last point of these six principles on developing your own success habits says, uh, what you keep doing daily is creating the future you've always wanted or the future you dread. Oof. Uh, and there's a quote that says, "History will be kind to me because I will write it." I love that quote. It is, and it's true. It's like. I shared this with the students um, on our on our youth group Zoom call not that long ago when I had the seniors on with us, and, and I I said I shared that exact quote: "History will be kind to me because I intend to write it." It's like you can be a history maker, mm-hmm. but but it's not typically people who are quiet, calm, and meek that make history. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it doesn't mean that you need Unless to be your mother Teresa. Well, but uh, <laughs> it's it doesn't mean you need to be angry or aggressive. But even even in Mother Teresa's uh, con- context. What she was doing was very, very controversial. Countercultural. Countercultural. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she went somewhere women weren't allowed to go. Yeah. She was a missionary, single missionary. Mm-hmm. And and if you if you look at, even though she was quite, quite calm, kind and meek and all that kind of stuff and what, did all this work, uh, they, they released a while back like her, her personal diaries because someone had them. And I don't know if you read some of these, but like these, these, she babbled with some of the darkest thoughts. Wow. Like, like massive depression, wondering if she was really doing anything. And here today, decades and decades later, she's still transformed our lives. And we still, when someone's doing anything kind, like, oh, you're being Mother Teresa. Like, yeah. you know, she's transformed entire culture's mindset on what it means to be good. Mm-hmm. But she, she, in the middle of it, felt very much opposite. Mm-hmm. And so I think that with that, and doing good and making good habits, sometimes it's not going to feel the best. In fact, it might feel very much opposite, but you may be making such a transformation in your life that not only it impacts you, mm-hmm. but others around you. And and and, and that, that's that powerful statement. Um, Jordan Peterson told, uh, said in one of his things, he said, uh, if, you, if you want to change the world, focus on yourself first. Yeah, you can only change yourself. Right. Yeah. Because it, it seemed, it, and it's, it's a difficult statement to swallow, but it's true. You mm-hmm. can't go and protest and change something out there when you can't even, you know, happen to make yourself a healthy meal at home or keep mm-hmm. your lights on in your home or, or yeah. you can't even hold a conversation with a normal human being because you have so much brokenness and animosity in your own mind. Yeah. So it's, it's powerful to really focus on you and the devil would want you to think that's selfish. Yeah. And it's, it's real. It's just the reality of 
and he talks about it like make your bed first like Mm -hmm. get it get in control of your own life because Mm -hmm. you can't like you can't go and change the world you can't go and uh control other things you can influence other things but if your life is out of control then you're just going to bring that chaos into the places that you go Mm -hmm. and we see that when Mm -hmm. people are protesting on the streets and their lives are out of control no, it looks more just like, you know, a mosh pit. Than it's a- what the, all the cameramen are looking for. Hey, there's a really crazy looking person. Let's make sure to get them screaming on the camera when Trump gets elected, you know, and <laughs> becomes a meme for decades. And, uh, but yeah, control the controllables, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, those are six simple steps mm-hmm. of how you can create good habits or help displace bad ones. Um, and in the next uh, episode that, that you, that we might talk along this vein, uh, we'll have some more information of some habit uh current habits successful uh successful habits of leaders uh and i believe that we're all called to be leaders uh we are all leading someone um that you know if you don't know if you're leading just turn around and see if anyone's following you know mm-hmm. so to speak if they're not then then maybe, maybe you're in a process of becoming one you know <laughs> um but literally everything we do uh is modeling and and as believers in christ um we are as the word of god says a city set on a hill it can't be hidden so you're shining whether you want to shine or not. So shine on. Shine on, on shine that on. Note, shine on. We love you guys. We'll see, hear, talk with, chat with soon. Bye. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Relentless Youth Podcast. This is Kevin Johnson here. It's been my pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it. And please make sure to not to leave us a review. Definitely not a five star review. <laughs>